The Best Worst Idea Podcast. Did you know that if you die alone and nobody comes to claim your body, the city becomes your next of kin? But let's back up a little bit. Dying alone isn't an uncommon thing. It happens all the time. We've all known that older gentleman or lady who lives alone, has no kids or living family, and then dies unexpectedly one day and you wonder to yourself, well, what happens now? Is there a process in place for this type of thing? The answer is yes. Let's assume for a second your 95-year-old neighbor who kept to himself, never had visitors and didn't seem to have family around, stops picking up his newspapers from the lawn. A week goes by, you don't know the man, not, not really, but you do know his routine. You know he collects his paper every day, you know he takes in his mail, and you know he drags his trash bins to the curb every week and you see his lights go on and off. Then, one day, you happen to notice the newspapers piling up on his front lawn. You catch the mailman, stuffing mail into his overly crowded mailbox. You don't know the man, but you do know something isn't right. So you knock on the door, no answer. You knock louder, still nothing. You walk around the perimeter of the house and peer into the windows looking for any sign the old guy is there. Well, nothing is visible. So you eventually call the police and request a welfare check. When they ask you his name, you only know he's known as Mr. Renderman. While hours go by, and the police arrive to inspect. They do the same thing you did, peering into windows, etc., but they find an unlocked window. They gain entry and find that Mr. Renderman is dead. He fell getting out of the shower, smacked his head, and bled out on the floor. The coroner arrives to verify this, and it's well after dark when the man's body is taken away to the morgue. In all the commotion, you never see anyone who isn't a cop, a coroner, or a paramedic. After everyone leaves, you again wonder, what will happen next? Well, let me tell you, the coroner's office will verify the man's identity and check for next of kin. This is a cursory check, because in big cities, deaths are an everyday thing. Most of the time, they determine there is a brother or a son or a daughter that can be contacted to claim the body. They'll make a few calls and wait for a response. After 90 days, if contact has not been made, the coroner's office will cremate the body and hold the cremains for three years in small rectangular tins to see if anyone will claim them. After that, all of the unclaimed cremains are emptied out into a single mass grave. Each tin is opened and the contents are dumped methodically into the hole in the ground. They even tap the tins to ensure that they're emptied completely. To give you an idea of the scale of this operation, in 2021, Los Angeles County buried 1,780 unclaimed persons. When the grave is covered over, a small single spiked marker with the year on it is stepped into the grass to indicate the location. No names, no circumstances 
and no context. However, this isn't the only scenario. Let's assume you die alone without a next of kin. The medical examiner's office, specifically the department handling unclaimed persons, will go through all of your belongings to determine if you've made plans for your death. Did you have insurance? Did you buy a plot? Did you leave a will with specific details of how you wanted your affairs handled? If so, they put those plans into action. They execute your will and work to give you the send-off you wanted. Now, why do they do this? Because when you are unclaimed and have no living next of kin, the state ultimately becomes your next of kin. They are now your advocate. In fact, if when going through your things, they find a piece of paper that says, I want to be cremated and have my ashes sprinkled off the coast of Maui, it's up to the state and local government to try and make that happen. If you have no will, no insurance, and have made no plans for your eventual death, it's not uncommon for the medical examiner's office to gather your belongings and assets and sell them off to cover the costs of your funeral or cremation. Whatever is left is absorbed into the state's coffers. So if you've ever dreamed of having a Viking funeral or having your body carried down the street followed by a Dixie jazz band in New Orleans, maybe you should write it down on a piece of paper and sign your name. You know, just in case. If you enjoyed this content, please do me a favor and like, comment, and share it. Or you can subscribe to this podcast by going to www.bestworstideapodcast.com.